Good evening, Mr. Sampson, is it? It's a doctor. Oh, doctor. Sorry, sir. Listen, we know. Listen, let's just cut to the chase. It's pouring raining out here. You know, you know what you have to bring, right? Uh, well. Uh, what you should have brought. Yes. Uh, hand it over. A, a, just hand, a hand it over. That. Uh, we don't. We don't have time for this. Just hand it over. Uh. <laughs> uh about that. Um. The, the, well, the briefcase, sir. Just give me the briefcase. Yeah, you know, it seems that um, the briefcase is empty because I might have. Uh, oops, I might have dropped my podcast. Uh, uh, okay. uh, uh, <laughs> and we're off to episode four. Two things with about the thunderstorm. that. Two things about that. <laughs> I find it's funny when we do these things. We always act them out. Even though nobody sees, like, I, yeah, I opened yeah. the briefcase for you, but there's <laughs> no briefcase in my hand and nobody can see it. That is a decent point. Uh, the other point was, I was really trying to drag that out because that audio clip was only a minute long and I want to see <laughs> what would happen <laughs> if we got to the end of it. Oh, boy. The, um, I had my mouse clicked so I can reset it. I so. know, I noticed you did that, but I thought it would be funny if it, like, scrolled over into the autoplay YouTube has and... It's, we went ocean sounds next or something. Yeah, it's like ocean. Oh, we're changing the skit. We're changing the scenery. Oh, it's getting nicer. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a great sound effect, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because we got to talk about the sound effects that we use. I would use that sound effect. Again. I would use that again. Yeah, wouldn't you? If you needed, th- if you needed a thunderstorm sound effect, that's the one. Yeah. So yeah. Um. I came across something interesting this week. Uh, I was listening to some bands, and I realized there's a lot of bands with numbers in their name. Like right off the top. Blink-182. Blink-182, Sum 41. Building, building 49. Or 429. 429, sorry. There's a, no, Building 49 is a clothing plan, isn't it? I don't know. Building think, 429 is I know, band. but... Building... I gotta look this up. Building 49... That that's something. Oh no, that's an actual it, building. <laughs> that's okay. That's an actual building. Forty nine. Okay, I thought it was like a clothing brand or something. Well, anyway, you're getting off topic. Okay. Uh, like oh, Family, Family Force, Force Five. Yeah. yeah. Um, just I'm just gonna scroll down the list. Oh, that's not where I want to go. Scroll down the list. So like, two chains. I mean, who listens to that? I don't know. <laughs> Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, but that is like. Yeah, I don't think of that as a band with numbers in their name because it's letters that are spelling out. It's number. true. It's true. But uh, Jackson Five. Oh yeah. Prince had a number in his name. He had the seven. Oh uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, we're U2. just scrolling through the list. A lot. Of, I don't recognize a lot of these, but yeah, U two. Uh, yeah, there's a number. Five. There's a name literally named. Uh, band name literally three eleven, three one one. It's a band. Um, three days grace. That's uh, no three doors down is the one I'm thinking of. Three doors down, right? The, with the with the Superman song. Right, Fifty Cent. B- KJ five two BG B five two. B fifty two. B fifty two. That's Love Shack. B fifty two. That's right. MC five. Yeah. I don't even know who half of these people are, but Finger Eleven. I know that oh, one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's like, isn't that like there's there's a lot of them. So if I was thinking if we started a band, or even this podcast, should we have had a number in it? No. <laughs> One Direction. 
Ooh. Steal my girl. That's Avenge Sevenfold. Yeah, see, I, that, that, that's not a number. It, that's it, got a number in it. The word seven is part of a larger number in their name. That's not... Haircut 100 is a band. <laughs> 80s metal band? Hair band? I was going to say, like, a barbershop. Oh, Beatbox, yeah. you know. We got your hair for 50 cents. You know, like that sort of thing. <laughs> but no, I don't know what it is. We should probably listen to their music, though. Haircut 100. I don't think I will. Okay, good idea. Third Ear Band? I read that and I thought that said Third Eye Blind. But yeah. Oh, that Third Eye Blind would have been kind of. That's a cool. There's a band name Third Eye Blind. There is a band named Third Eye Blind. Oh, dang. Did, you don't know. No, I don't. I've never heard of them. Their music was featured in uh, Yes Man. Jim Carrey sang Jumper. Oh. So. I want to hear this. Jumper? I recognize it. Yeah, I don't. It's I kind don't. of a sad song if we really want to no. listen to it. I just want to listen to the first, see if I recognized it. Step back from the oh, I know that song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that's pretty popular. I didn't know that their name was Third Eye Blind. Apparently, though, like they've the lead singer, he's like, he's a big conspiracy nut to the point of like, he's like, uh, I don't want to say anything wrong to misrepresent him, but like he, he's like gone off, the off the map and all of that. And like flat Earth off the map. No. Okay. Not saying yeah. that. I'm just saying like a flat Earth fall off their map. Yeah, yeah, I know, I get that. The I pun. Get it was going for the pun, not I the... I got the pun. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, anyway, ton of band names with... You know what? There's 100% of bands have a character in them. So maybe we need to have a silent band. Just a, it's just a rest. It's just, no, it's not even anything. It's just a space. Space yeah. is a character. It's just... What band do you have? And just don't answer. <laughs> Oh, that that's uh, <laughs> that's pretty relevant considering I don't have a band right now. Yeah, there you go. That's cool. What instrument would you play if you were in a band? If I was in a band? I mean, we've been in like yeah. youth bands and stuff. That was always fun. Uh, I would Chad used to play the keyboards, folks. I, I would play the kazoo. The kazoo? Tony heard me playing the kazoo the other night. Oh, nice. So. There's one in I the kitchen. What? There was one in the kitchen, and oh. I, I don't know how many people have sucked on it, but I, <laughs> I'm one of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, band names. So, yeah, we're definitely going to have to uh, start a band. And it can't be Third Eye Blind now, because you just told me that's an actual band. <laughs> Pretty well-known band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they at least have well-known songs. That's, that's undeniable. Um, so, this week, I want to tackle a question that has come up quite a few times and it's where are dinosaurs in the bible does the does the bible talk about them and is there any you know anything relevant in that kind of realm when it comes to biblical you know historical facts or anything like that so uh that's shauna vacuuming upstairs uh, do you think they can hear that i don't think let's stop talking let's see if we can hear it no, okay, that should be fine. No, okay. But she's vacuuming upstairs, it's just really loud. If people hear that, that's that's what it is. So, uh, Shauna, if, when you're listening to this later, you know, in like a month, when you get around to it, um, just stop the vacuum. 
<laughs> Son, we're trying to record yeah, down here. Yeah, we're trying here. to record down here. Come on. Come on. Jeez. Be reasonable. Anyway. Um, anyway, so to answer the uh, question about this, I actually, uh, Reasons to Believe, which is an organization I've been a part of for a while, but um, at a very small scale. But uh, anyway, they they have an answer to this question I thought was really good, and they just kind of like touch all the, the key points. And I want you to comment on it, Chad. Want me to comment on I it? I want you to comment on it. Anyway, we're going to watch it. Okay. Cool intro. That is a cool intro, folks. So we've got these dinosaurs, these things that roamed and dominated the Earth for millions of years. A lot of people, especially those Christians, ask the question, do dinosaurs show up in the Bible? They don't, for the simple reason that dinosaurs have only been known about for the past couple hundred years, and the Bible all generations. Oops, just one second, I have to pause it, folks. I need to turn it up a little bit, and I keep hitting the wrong button. There we go. So it only uses vocabulary that all generations would have some comprehension of what it means. So if humans have been around for thousands of years, only 400 years worth of people would have known about uh, dinosaurs. So that kind of makes sense. But I mean, what about Leviathan and Behemoth? Some Christians have argued that those are reference to dinosaurs in the Bible that people actually inter are interacted with. Well, that's in the book of Job. And you need to put it in the context of Job 38 all the way to the end of the book of Job. And it's speaking, speaking about what are called the nephesh animals, the soulish animals, the animals that God created. The Things bond. that we can relate to, yeah. tame, those sorts those of animals. Those creatures we can emotionally bond to, that we can tame. And it makes the point that some are much more difficult to tame than others. And singles out the leviathan, the behemoth, amongst these soulish animals that are the most difficult to tame. Makes the point that if you try to tame them as adults, uh, you're going to run into a lot of trouble. Okay, so, so, I mean, if dinosaurs were wiped out that millions of years ago, there's no way that could be written in the scripture, correct? It couldn't. Moreover, dinosaurs are not part of the nefesh. They're not soulish creatures like birds and mammals are. And the whole point is that God is making the point, just like it takes a higher species to tame these animals, and some are extraordinarily difficult to tame, like the Leviathan, the behemoth, there's one animal you can't tame and that's bring humility to a proud human being. God ends the book of Job by saying, as it takes a higher species to tame these lower species, likewise it takes a higher being to tame the pride of humanity. Well, and that makes sense then, if you've got behemoth and leviathan being something like a crocodile or a hippopotamus, things that are very difficult to tame, that just makes the metaphor of the difficulty in taming the human heart, that only God can do that, that much more powerful. Oh, the outro. probably don't need the intro because I just didn't want to cut it during that because that's a cool sound effect oh okay so what do you think Chad uh, do you agree disagree have you ever heard that before I've heard stuff ideas similar to that um mm -hmm. so it's like yeah if humans didn't know about uh dinosaurs yeah why so it be written in so the exact discovery of dinosaurs what's your guess um, I think about the 1800s or something like that, like 18... Before I even look, I'm going to guess, um, I'm going to guess, I was going to guess 19th century, 1800s, yeah. Yeah. I'll say 1865. It's earlier than No, that. it's it's way earlier than that, now that I think about it. Um, I see I see it on the screen, Adam. Oh, okay, Let's just stop this game. <laughs> oh, 1815. That's cool. Or at least that's the first link that came up. 
so yeah so if if so they discovered these massive um, bones and that sort of thing so I think um, one of the more important points he said right at first which was and right where I paused it so it screwed everything up but um, he was saying that uh, the Bible is written for all generations right and so for thousands of years there would have been a scripture that wouldn't have made any sense to a group of people right mm. if they say so if God hadn't included the history of dinosaurs and that sort of thing uh, in the Bible there would have been entire like, thousands and thousands of years that would have no idea what you're talking about yeah no no purpose to it it would have been a great predictor but it also could have been the one of the main reasons why it could have you know it could have been hurt in culture you know and so um, I think everything that was written in the Bible is intentional and everything that was left out is intentional as well mm-hmm. um, but yeah that that's I, I, I agree with their, what, with what they're saying um, I've read the scriptures uh, uh, sur- surrounding the Leviathan and the behemoth and they they don't really sound like that in fact um, the, one of the guys who's speaking um, I read a book by him uh, probably five years ago now that uh, basically described them as being what he mentioned the the crocodile in the hippopotamus and that the facts that surrounded the two lined up so closely so it's like explaining one to be very territorial a hippopotamus is very territorial and they'll rip you to pieces (laughs) they're literally like the most uh dangerous creature in the in that uh in those regions um and so i was gonna just read a little bit so here's so they're both by the way both of those are described in job 40 and 41 uh, the behemoth is mentioned in Job 40, and Job 41 mentions the Leviathan. But um, here's here's everything. This is short, so everything that the uh, is mentioned about the behemoth. So look at behemoth, which I made along with you, and which feeds on grass like an ox. Uh, what strength it has in its loins! What power in its mu- in the muscles of its belly! Its tail sways like a cedar. This the sinew is. Sinews. Sinews. Of its thighs are close-knit. Uh, its bones are tubes of bronze. Its limbs like rods of iron. It ranks first among the works of God, yet its maker can approach it with, with his sword. Um, in other words, it's, it's very dangerous. Um, the hills bring it to their uh, bring it their produce, and all the wild animals play nearby. Under the lotus plants it lies, hidden among the reeds in the marsh. The lotuses conceal it uh, in their shadow. The poplars by the stream surround it. A raging river does not alarm it. It is secure, though the Jordan should surge against its mouth. Can anyone capture it by the eyes or trap it and pierce its nose? Uh, That sounds very much like a water creature that we would know of. To me, that and, and when I first read that, when I looked into this topic years ago for myself, just kind of out of curiosity, um, it, it made perfect sense to me. Now, if someone else has a different explanation of what, those, what God's talking about that. But the more important picture is what he was mentioning. Um, this is all to say that there's creatures that uh, it takes higher beings to tame and, um, uh, and that sort of thing. And, and in order to tame human beings, it takes, it takes the master of us. The creator of us, um, but anyway, I that's that's my thought on it, and I so I my 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 answer would be there's no dinosaurs in the Bible. Um, 
there's and the reason for it never having been mentioned is there's no reason for it to be mentioned yeah uh, even Genesis 1 that describes the creation of the entire world is very brief, right? It kind of only mentions the highlights of the, the most obvious things to us. So everyone would have known about light. Everyone would have known about the sun. Everyone would have known about the stars and the moon. Um, passage of time. Passage of time. Yeah, passage of time. The fact that God created everything we see. Uh, Seed-bearing plants, animals, and then man. And so... Um, it's very brief considering how much it's actually describing and whether it's 10,000 years as some people think or billions of years as other people think um, it doesn't change the magnitude of what God actually did, right? The magnitude of creating this entire universe it's not just the world, it's the universe I, So, anyway. I, I think we should plug Phil Vischer's podcast here Phil Vischer's? Um, he taught in one of his episodes, I think it's episode nine of the Phil Vischer podcast, he talks about um, Genesis one. And uh Yeah, I think I I think I listened to that one. Yeah. He lays it up pretty well. Yeah, and it's it's everything that he talks about is based on a book by John Walton. Yeah. Who uh who he he specifically studies uh the old testament that so The Lost World of Genesis, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't actually read that one, um, but I read a couple that are very similar to that. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, who's Phil Vischer, Chad? Phil Vischer is. Uh, he created. That yet. He created two very famous series for kids. Mostly one, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, he created, yeah, he created uh, What's in the Bible, um, so I don't know if any of our kids would know it, What's mm. in the Bible, if they've shown that at our church or anything, but he that's he's also the creator of VeggieTales. He's the voice of Bob the Tomato. Um, so. And we should pull up Bob the Tomato right now. Let's listen to him. Ooh, I don't know if we can. Can we? Um, wow, this is VeggieTales, Larry. They can best moments together, so I'm assuming Bob's going to talk this? Well, I knew they were getting antsy. Antsy! Arg! Antsy's in me panties! Arg! Look, I'm glad to see you guys are finally doing stuff, uh, but couldn't you That's go Bob swap there. some barnacles or something? Do you have to go this far? That's Phil uh, Fisher. Come on, Bob. That's oh, Phil Fisher as well. Yeah. Oh, he does <laughs> probably does quite a few of them. Yeah. Yep. So. Um... Yeah, so anyway, VeggieTales. I actually did not grow up watching VeggieTales, but uh, Sean did, and I, I'm assuming you probably watched... I, I one. had one VeggieTales tape. Okay. I think it was the second one they ever came out with. <laughs> so. Nice. Um, yeah, so music this week, Chad. Do you have any uh, any band you want to talk about? Uh, there's lots of bands I'd like to talk about. How about we'll count down, and we'll both say the band we want to talk about. Okay. I'm I'm go. Okay, so three, two, one, go. Yeah. Okay. And then we say, and then we say okay. the band. You, you count down. Three, two, one, go. Reliant K. K. Oh my goodness. Wow. Wow. Ah, oh, jeez. Wow. Okay. So why do you want to talk about Reliant? Oh, I'm. I, you know, you I'm wanted to first. talk about Reliant. <laughs> That's why I was switching around, Jeff. Yeah. Um. So I had an idea to talk about Reliant K. First of all, no band introduced me to Christian music more than Reliant K did. 
insane. Insane. So it's they're not like my favorite band by any stretch, but they're, they're pretty good. Like I was a big I'm a big punk rock fan, mm-hmm. um, or at least I was a lot more when I was younger. Um, and Reliant K is like the the king of the king of you know Christian uh, punk rock and rock and light rock and all oh. sorts of things. He's the Pope. Reliant K is the Pope. That's the word I was searching for. (laughs) Reliant K is the Pope of Christian punk rock. Sure. Okay. Two Lefts Don't Make a Right is celebrating 15 years. Oh, wow. That was a good album. That was one of their first ones? Uh, I think it was their third. Wow, they have a lot of albums. Yeah. Two Lefts Don't Make a Right in 2003. I was 13 years old then, Chad. Mm -hmm. How old were you? Uh, I was 10 years old. 10 years old. So yeah, they the, made yeah the first album was 2000, then they made another album in 2001, and then they had 2003. Um, we'll have to pull up a song from them, from that album. From that album, College Kids is on there. College Kids is pretty. College Kids speak to me. So, <laughs> so if you had to pick your favorite song, by Reliant K, I'll give you a second to think about it, um, uh, unless you have one. Well, I kind of need to scroll a little bit because, okay. like, <sighs> I'll scroll while we play this and I tell the story. Okay. So, um, for years, right? Thank you. Uh, so for years, the only uh, Christmas song I had on my phone <laughs> was actually a song by Reliant K. The only Christmas song I've ever had, pretty much. Yeah. And I still don't even have that many, but the only Christmas I have had for years was I Hate Christmas Parties by Relay K. <laughs> and we're going to play that. It's okay. actually really good. And I don't know if you can qual- classify it as a Christmas song, but anyway, this is it. Chad's going to find his... Uh... So would you say that's your favorite Relay K song? No, it isn't. But okay. this is my favorite Christmas Relay K song. Okay. Oh. okay. Have you ever listened to karaoke covers album? No. It's pretty good. I bet you it would be. They sing Justin Bieber. Hope it snows this week. A snowflake on your cheek would make this Christmas so beautiful. I would say mm-hmm is my favorite. It's a good album. Two Lots is so good. But their new Air for Free, that is, like, that's like, it sounds a lot like Old Reliant K, which is really nice. I look under the tree. There's nothing to see Cause it's a broken heart That you're giving me Okay, I, I can I, remember uh, Shauna We were driving in the car She's like, do you have any Christmas music? <laughs> we were dating at this point And I'm like, oh, I, I think I've got a Christmas song I scrolled through and I found this This is my only uh, Christmas song uh, I think I could probably say I could give you some favorites from different albums. Okay, well let's go. I'm I'm gonna skip down to mm-hmm, which is the 2014 album. No, it's 2004. Right. That's they, right. They released I was gonna say years. as I said that yeah. I'm like no, that's not right. I was not 24 when they released that. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm, 2004. Um, I would say my favorite song on that album. Ooh, when I go down is there. Mm, shoot. Uh, I'm gonna say, yeah, let's just play this. This is good. It was kind of like more of their calmer, softer rock, but I listened yeah. to the song a lot. Yeah. This one's really good. You pick one. I... What's your favorite song in that album? Alright, yeah. 
I really liked uh, Maintain Consciousness. Yeah, it's got pretty good. Yeah. To it. Um, and then, of course, the most famous song by Reliant K would be Be My Escape, probably. Probably. And mostly because of their intro. <laughs> so, did you know that Reliant K is basically only two members now? It's oh, Matt, really? It's Matt Thiessen and Matt Hoops. They were the original founders, and right. they're, they're the only ones that are kind of. Like, they have a band that plays with them on stage, but they're the only ones that are Reliant K now. Right. Uh, so of their original album, their very first one, hmm. my girlfriend. <laughs> I haven't listened to their first album in a long time. I don't recognize any songs. Um. And that's like, I'd say of the Anatomy of Tongue and Cheek, the second album would either be Sadie Hawkins' Dance or Pressing On. Uh, I'll say I'm not a big fan. Failure to Excommunicate was pretty good. Uh, it was one of their slower songs. Yeah, they have they have quite a range of music, really. Yeah. Did you know the lead singer dated Katy Perry? Yep. For years. Oh, that was something I did want to talk about. Okay, let's so, pause this here. Katy Perry was before she became famous with the I Kissed a Girl. She was a gospel singer, I think it was. Yeah. Um. But <laughs> it's she quite al- a switch, isn't it? <laughs> uh, her. I think it was probably her most famous. Uh. I whatever you want to like. Famous song before I Kissed a Girl wasn't even hers. She was featured as a backup singer on, you know, POD, Payable yeah. on oh, Death. Yeah. yeah. She did backup for uh, the song uh, Goodbye for Now. Let's go find that song right now, folks. Uh, Goodbye for now. So she comes in about halfway if you want to hear. Which actually POD is crossover like they're not they're not gospel artists but they're also not full mainstream no uh, I think they're full mainstream now but like they I think they're still uh, youth of the nation's my favorite song of them just cause that's the most popular um one of my first youtube videos had boom in it what? Oh, yeah. my uh one of my first youtube videos ones where you said your stupid stunts had, oh. has boom in it <laughs> yeah okay uh, so yeah, if you scroll. She's singing there. She's singing there. Yeah, there's a, there's a backup there. Yeah. Yo, you, you, she breaks off and does her own bit of singing. If you, oh, okay. There. That's Katy Perry. Hmm. Yeah. If you go, if you look up the music video for this, she's in it too. So, not much interest in that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's cool. That's I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know. Um, 
But yeah, no, P.O.D. is actually great. Maybe we should do feature P.O.D. some week. Well, yeah. Their most famous, famous zombie in Youth of the Nation. Which they wrote, they were inspired by Columbine shooting to write this. Yes, that's right, yeah. Because when was that year's that album? It's one of their first albums, isn't it? 2001. Yeah, it's Yeah. This is turning into the music episode, huh? What's that? This is turning into the music episode, huh? Yeah, so we should probably uh, switch off the music. <laughs> oh my <Yeah>. word. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's put a pause on the music, folks. So Reliant K, I mean, may not maybe not be my favorite band, but they have definitely, as a teenager, they were the band that when I was looking for Christian music because I was trying to be careful about what I was listening to, that sort of thing. Um, that uh, yeah, they were the band I listened to. I would, All the time. I would definitely recommend listening to their new album, Air for Free. Right. And uh, Mrs. Hippopotamuses is a really good song. It's like one okay. of the... It, 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 makes on me, that one. it makes me think of like old school Reliant K because uh, it's... Uh, oh, right there. It, it, it just sounds like old school Reliant K, I find. Okay, we'll end on that song maybe. Okay. Um, okay, so we're up next. We have a test that Chad and I are both going to take, and he's going to look it up on his phone. I got it here. Um, and it's uh, just a BuzzFeed test. They always have some interesting tests. Uh, so this is, are you more of an introvert or more of an extrovert? So my understanding of the difference between the two, Chad, correct me if you know any better, um, an introvert is someone who generally... Um, appreciates alone time more than the average person they they uh they would actually because i think i am one i'm going to guess that i am one based on this test i'm pretty sure i will be uh but i get very tired spending time with people when i'm in a crowd when i come back from church when i'm like talking and socializing everything i'm i'm whooped yeah and it's it's just a something i've always dealt with i'm just always really tired after dealing with people um but I recharge when I'm alone. So, or like just with a few people, like if I'm with family or close friends, like I'm fine with that. But it's when I'm like out with people and having to socialize. When I go to a wedding, oh, there's yeah. nothing more tiring than going to a wedding. <laughs> I'm sure that's for everybody <laughs> who doesn't want to be there. But yeah. But uh, anyway, that that and then an extrovert is pretty much the opposite. They gain energy from socializing. When they don't socialize for a long time, they actually would get tired and would, um, you know, lose uh, energy. For that reason, but anyway, am I right about that? Yes. Okay. So the thing is, what do you, what do you think you are? Uh, I know what I am. Okay. Uh, I I'm an introvert. Uh, but it's funny because I am probably with this test I will be very. If this one's probably designed to be very one way or the other, but I've taken tests where I'm very much split, very much down the middle. Okay. And I've also taken like multiple different tests. I've I like. Uh, the latest test I took, I was, they, they, it's like a scale of like zero to a hundred. I was 51% introvert. So I was okay. very close to being either introvert or extrovert. I've so. heard it's actually quite common for someone to be like, no one's ever more than like 70, 30 type yeah. thing. Um, I don't think, but, um, I've heard it quite common. So there's pretty much a third category, which is someone who can be flexible in both ways. And it depends on your mood. And so there have been moments where I've been quite energized by 
being around people. So I suspect I'm close to 50-50, but I know I definitely lean yeah. more on the introvert side. I just, based on my energy levels, I just know that I have to. But um, all right, let's take this so test. We're taking this test so that the youth know understand us better. Is that? <laughs> No. Okay. <laughs> I'm taking this because I've always wanted to do this because it looks like a fun test. Okay. Okay. So uh, I'm just going to read the question and then we'll each read our answer based on, because it's multiple choice, and, but there's a lot of them and we're not going to read them all. So we'll just read our answer okay. based on that. So um, you, arrive, you arrive at a house party, but no one you know is there yet. What do you do? Uh, so I would think mine's going to be try to make yourself invisible by standing in a corner and staring at your phone. That's totally what I would do. That, I, that, yeah. That's my answer as well, but probably more accurately is, and it's not an option, is I would have went to the party with a friend. I wouldn't have gone alone. <laughs> so Fair enough. I wouldn't have been in that situation anyways. So this is already a non-question. It's falling apart, Adam. <clears throat> okay. Um, you're at a karaoke bar. Oh, yeah, um, I've actually been to one before, I and it was not. like the worst experience ever. Oh yeah, I can imagine. It was really bad. Like it was. <laughs> I don't think we need to finish this test. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah, it's true. But uh, no, we. I can't remember. We were playing. Sean and I were bowling with a couple of friends, yeah. and we weren't ready quite to go home, so we're we just hopped over to the the karaoke bar beside, and uh, yeah, it's not. It was just like terrible. Like the music was terrible they were like regulars oh. that kept singing and there's like this click group of people they're like 40s to 50s and they would uh they would just cycle back and forth until like the same three people sung for like an hour <laughs> and i got the heck out of there so yeah uh so at a karaoke bar at a karaoke bar and everyone is insisting it's your turn to sing what do you do um my answer would probably be flat out refuse or get them or no sorry not that um agree to do it but only if a couple of friends do it with you <laughs> in the right moment i could be convinced to do it uh depending well, depending on who's there see there's i would go with that one or carry out oki bears are the worst you would never be there i was i just read that too um, i think i might click that <laughs> I, I i'm gonna go with agree to do it but only if a couple of friends do it with you and the other part to that is it would have to be like the most ridiculous song ever I'm oh not, yeah, it's, it's going to be done ironically. Not oh yeah, it's going to be it's going to be done for comedy, not for yeah any other reason. I'm not, although I'm do not... people do karaoke for non-comedy? <laughs> There's a question. Well, I, I don't know. I I'm not a good singer, so I wouldn't yeah. know. Um, how do you feel when making small talk? Um, well, I do it a lot with you, so I'm. <laughs> uh, um, I'm gonna say. Probably it always feels a little pointless, but it's not the worst thing in the world. Um, always extremely conscious of what the other person thinks. Or that. <laughs> I don't know which one. Probably always extremely conscious of what the other person thinks. It's okay, but I prefer to listen rather than talk about myself. Hmm. I, I, I don't know where I'm going to go with this. Uh, it's okay, but I prefer to listen. Rather than, that's that's my final answer. Okay. Uh, your phone rings, but you don't recognize the number. What do you do? I pick it up, obviously. It might be important. I always pick up my phone. That's an easy one for me. Uh, see, if I don't recognize the number, it's more likely that I'm going to pick up. <laughs> 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 I, I ever tell you about the story? Uh, 
I had a telemarketer call one day and I was home alone and they asked for my dad and I told the telemarketer that uh, my dad just died. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you should next telemarketer, Chad, you should probably call them and like record it. Um, one time I answered, put them on hold for about an hour and then told my dad that there was a telemarketer <laughs> on the phone. And then he answered and then put them on hold for another half hour and they hung up. <laughs> that is uh, quite amazing. Um, okay. I, I, if I was a telemarketer, I would totally take the hold. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause it's actually kind of doing them a favor. Just give them a break. Yeah. Although they probably have quotas. so. Yeah. Anyway. Um, what about if it's your friend's call? Or no, did you have an answer to oh, that? Oh, no. Um, I, I'd pick it up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about if it's your friend calling? Oh, my friends I, don't call. They text me, and I, they, they gives me an out. I don't have to answer them right away. I'd say pick it up straight away. Of course. I if I see if my phone rings, I pick it up. The problem is I don't always notice my phone ringing. <laughs> so. Yeah. I I. The there's two options here, which are pick up straight away, and then there's pick up but reluctantly. Um. I, w- I would say I'm somewhere right in the middle there, but I'll, I'll, I'll say pick up straight away. All right. Your colleagues are having a lighthearted conversation around the table at the pub. You are. What are you going to be doing there? Uh, well, I've never really, I guess, done that, but I'm going to say probably chipping in with jokes because that's kind of what I... What Adam tries to joke. Yeah, they're not always great, but I, you know, I, I always think of it as I like to jab a little joke in there from time to time. When people You're are the freight. I'm the freight. You're the freight. Freight of the, I'm the pope of jabbing jokes. Um, jabbing. It probably depends on what friends I'm with, uh, because, yes, some friends I would be leading the conversation, possibly pe- making people laugh. Um. Actually, that's probably most of the time, depending on. There would only be it would have. I only go out to eat with like my friend friends. Like, I wouldn't be there in a situation where I wouldn't feel comfortable talking to them. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's true. Um, do you like being alone, Chad? <laughs> oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> yeah, I love it too. Uh, mine's a top answer there. I do like being alone. Uh, I enjoy both. There is a there is an option of yeah, and then like in brackets I enjoy being both alone and being around people. I once I'm around people, yes, but like if I had to pick between the two, it's a very obvious. Like I like spending time alone. I really do. Oh like, yeah. So I, I'm gonna go pretty solid on that one. I don't know if it's I like spending time alone. I like being independent. Being yeah. No pressure. I could live by myself for the rest of my life, and I'd be all right with it. <laughs> so. Well, maybe you will, Chad. Probably will. You have to get a cat. Uh, Would you ever get a cat? I wouldn't get a cat. I'd get a dog. Uh, Of course. You're a dog guy. I can see that. Um, So you've got big plans for Saturday night, but then they get canceled. How do you feel? Actually, pretty relieved, (laughs) mostly. (laughs) That's probably probably my answer there. Uh, The meh. You weren't bothered. Um, It's hit or miss. It's maybe if it was like... Uh, I think the one thing I'd be upset about is if we were playing board games and 
we had to cancel board game night. I think that's we've had to cancel board game night a few times yeah, on like Wednesday five nights, nights in a row sometimes. And that, that's always hard. I don't like that. So. All right, there's only a couple more questions here. Thanks for sticking with us. Do you have more than one version of yourself? Uh, no, not at all. Yeah, I, I would say that about you. I think you're you're a pretty straight shooter. Just you're always just Chad. Yeah. Um, I've noticed uh, I'm very different um, in a work environment. Like, I'm much more serious, like, at meetings and things like that. Um, whereas, most of the time, I'm always trying to crack a joke. So, I, I think I do I act differently around different groups of friends, but I'm essentially the same all the time. Like, I'm different around, I'm pretty much the same, yeah. like, I would say. So, I'm kind of middle ground on that one. Um, how do you like to spend your weeknights? <laughs> uh, I work weeknights for... Eight more nights. <laughs> so I'm counting down. <laughs> Before you worked, what would you do? Uh, I was actually, uh, once or twice a week, I like to go out and see people once or twice a week. That is pretty much what I do. I would say uh, it totally depends on how I feel. Some weeks I'll be really busy. Others I just want to chill. So... Except minus the chill. I never get to chill. <laughs> working. <laughs> Always working. Um, how easy do you find it to say no? Uh, I, uh, I feel pressure to say yes sometimes, but normally do what I want to do. Um, I'd say that's where I am now, but I wasn't yes. always that way. Oh, this is interesting. Oh, this is interesting, yeah. It doesn't give you a percentage. Ooh. What are you? Same thing? No. Okay, it says I oh first says I'm an ambivert, which is mean I'm perfectly blend perfect blend between introvert and extrovert. So So based on what you got, what do you think I am? Extrovert? It says mild extrovert. So. Okay. So that's where we expected, so this test just be different than yeah. Like results so you've taken it before where you're in the middle where i thought i was in the introvert section so yeah but uh yeah that's interesting uh, i don't know how much i put stock in buzzfeed though yeah no um oh my goodness <laughs> read what? this headline that came up on the site i saw that <laughs> i like i didn't watch the video obviously but i I've <laughs> i'm not gonna watch it what i'm not gonna watch it no I, uh I... so we're, we just finished this test uh wow this person just said i was just reading the the comments and this person got strong extrovert you're 100 percent an extrovert that would i don't i don't think i could spend time with that person i i know people like that and oh, uh that'd be tiring it they're tiring people to be around for me yeah so yeah yeah uh yeah so the headline on the side i'm not even gonna say it I yes, guess I can say we it. just spent a minute laughing about okay. it. Okay, uh, an enraged woman pooped and threw it at employees at a Tim Hortons. <laughs> <laughs> I think it I didn't want to know how that goes down. Like, this is just like, like two-year-old tantrum style. Like just right there, standing like, up in what line. Did, what did they do to? <laughs> what did they do to deserve that? Um, well, they obviously didn't deserve it. <laughs> anyway, that's one headline I will not know more about. <laughs> so, okay, Chad. We've been talking far too long. Far too long. We need to uh, 
we need to talk about uh, oh my goodness yeah this is this is our longest podcast i think it is um we uh we need to talk about challenges yes i have some bad news okay so i did the first night i did my 25 that I was supposed to right second day i did 150 it was tough yeah okay we've already kind of half talked about that in the last podcast so i went to continue and the next day i was able to do 150 I did it, like, I did 75 by the time I was home from work, and then 75 before, like, 8 o'clock. Like, I, I was really on a roll. I was doing pretty good. I'm like, my shoulders and chest were getting quite sore. Um, and then I was like, you know what, I might just take one day off and then hit it again hard, just because, like, I was getting quite sore, and it's not good to work too hard sore muscle. Yeah. And so, anyway, so I kind of left it for a day, and then the next day was Saturday, I believe, and... Sean and I had rented a wood chipper for our backyard, and I spent eight hours doing that, and so I didn't do any push-ups. Didn't even like, didn't even. I was so busy, I didn't even cross my mind. I was running all over the place. I didn't even think about push-ups to the end of the night. I'm like, oh, I missed them. And then Sunday, I was so sore from wood chipping, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, and then I was also so busy because we had more wood chipping to do, and I had church and, and things to do there, and then coming back. So anyway, confession: I didn't get any push-ups done. So uh, other than those like two full days. Well, I I have a mild confession. Okay, let's hear it, Chad. Uh, it was Friday night, and it was it was friend's birthday, and his girlfriend had thrown him a surprise party, so I had a piece of cake. But it was to honor what a loser. It was to what honor my friend. <laughs> what a loser! I'm just kidding. So. Uh, that's fair. That's this is life, folks. Yeah, this is life. So I, f- I failed my 150 push-up challenge, and I'm not interested in doing it again anytime soon. <laughs> Would you do 100? Oh, yeah. I, I, I think I will do it someday. I'll do like 100 for 30 days type thing. Yeah. I think the problem is for me, it's time. Because it, you've got to think about it throughout the day. You can't just like forget about it and at 8 o'clock do it. Yeah. I'm going to need a challenge that I'm going to be able to like do in a few minutes, yeah. um, but do it every day. Um, so I selected my next challenge. Do you have one in mind? Yes. Okay. You want to go first? Sure. I, uh, mine's a, another, I'm cutting something out of my life. Okay. Uh, which is Netflix. Ooh. So. It n- could be a while, Chad, before we could do another be. podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'll just text you and tell you when I'm done. Uh, so <laughs> I was thinking, uh, no Netflix. I also have Amazon Prime, so no Amazon Prime. And no online shows. Yeah, no YouTube for entertainment. I still Ooh. do, like watch Music. youtube for like instructional or okay, yeah, yeah. something like that that's fine i'm not limiting myself to from that but yeah good for you chad that's a tough one that is a tough one. that's a tough one uh i'm gonna add something to my life this this next challenge okay i am going to read one psalm a day like a whole chapter of whole songs chapter? um which isn't too bad that's not unreasonable that's not as hard i will probably be doing that filling all my time netflix time <laughs> it's true. Uh, the reason why I picked that is because I try to read the Bible every day, but I don't necessarily go to the Psalms very often. I'm, yeah, I don't I've know. never been yeah. someone to appreciate the Psalms. Like, there's some people who like love reading the Psalms and they get so much out of it, and that's great. Like, it's you know, people who those people would more likely to like poetry and um, can understand that sort of thing. I've never been good at understanding poetry or anything like that, and so the Psalms always have a hard 
Uh, I always have a hard time with zombs uh, in terms of like getting a lot out of them. Except for a few. There's there's definitely a few um, that I've really appreciated over the years. But anyway, so I'm going to use a random number generator and randomly generate a psalm per day. Oh. Starting right now. So yeah. I'm going to generate my psalm right now. Uh, by the way, if you've never used a random number generator, Google has one. Uh, okay, they used to have one. Uh, wow. Yep, okay, they don't. No. Wait, did I... I said... That's why. I said random name generator. Random number generator. Uh -huh. Google does have one, folks. Okay. So I'm going to go 150 Psalms. I'm reading Psalm 101 tonight. Hmm. What's the uh, headline of Psalm 101? What is the title? Oh, David, a psalm. I will sing of your... Okay, I'm assuming that's... Yeah. Okay. Mercy and judgment. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm going to be doing tonight. I will be working and not watching Netflix. Okay. Cool. Uh, so do you have anything else you want to talk about, Chad? Or are we, we done? We're under the hour. That's good. We're under an hour. Okay, well, let's get done in the next minute so then we can say we're done in uh, yeah. we're what done song in we were gonna 50 end minutes. On? We were going to end on Mrs. Hippopotamus by Reliant K. So why did you want to pick this one? Just because I think it's one of my favorite from uh, their new album. Okay.